Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. So many of you have been reaching out to me about my new ebook, How to Face Your Fears and Live a Life with Passion, and thanking me for creating the workbook to go along with it as well. So I want to say thank you so much for your support, but I want to encourage you all to keep up the fight. You will conquer. So if you haven't had a chance to download the ebook yet for free, you can find it at liptalklearn.com. On our most recent episode, we had two of the top realtors in the nation, Tristan Ahumada and Nick Baldwin of Labco Agents, who are changing the face of the real estate industry by creating a platform for other realtors to learn from each other. If you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit liptalknation.com and there you will find more resources such as our coaching, our blog, and much, much more for you to live a life in purple. On our show today, we have such a special guest with us. He is an entrepreneur, international speaker, blogger, and coach that believes that we as humans are in charge of our lives, and sometimes all we need is that right guidance. Zane Baker is the CEO and co-founder of Valhalla Mind that is on a mission to transform one million lives via education, inspiration, and motivation. He works around the clock with many professionals and volunteers to help offer the right resources for people to transform their lives for the better. Welcome to the show, Zane. How are you today? Hello, Laura. I am doing fantastic. I could not do any better because I am on your show. Such an honor. So happy to be here and cannot wait to share everything that I can share in our short time together on this podcast. Well, I am super excited, Zane. I really appreciate you. So the feeling is mutual, and I can't wait for you to share all of your pearls of wisdom. So it's such an honor once again to have you on the show, Zane. It appears that we have a lot in common, and I can't wait to pick your brain and share your story. But before we get into all of that, will you share with us where you're from and how you got your start as an entrepreneur? All right. Well, that's a loaded question. (laughs) All right. Uh, I was actually born, a lot of people, they don't know that, but I was born in Baghdad during the Iraqi-Iranian war. My first time at school when I was six years old was another war. And when I graduated high school, it was the time that Iraq decided to go into another war, and this time with the world, because they decided to go to war with the United States of America and all the coalition forces. So that's where I was born and raised. But fortunately, despite all the wars that I have encountered before I was even 18 years old, I have learned 
to love life, to appreciate it, and to accept what God and the universe has given to you because you are for a purpose and you are here for a reason, and it's just a matter of you accepting it and living it. Now, the question about the entrepreneurship bug, oh my goodness. I was bitten by the entrepreneurship bug since I was like five or six because at school, <laughs> I used to tutor kids for money. <laughs> and then me and my cousin in Baghdad, we started a small little business where we get like little uh, stickers that you could use an iron and you could put them on a white T-shirt. And we were selling this for like 30 cents in, in money when I was growing up. So I was bitten by the entrepreneurship bug since I was literally five years old. I've been doing this for such a long time. I love people. So when you love people, being in entrepreneurship is just part of the fun. Okay, so I, I'm in awe right now. You were started at being an entrepreneur at such a young age, five years old. Okay, <laughs> yes, it's funny <laughs> because you're so creative and innovative, especially during the time where you were living. Your country was at war and then it was at war again and then it decided to go into another war with the United States. And I, I have so much respect for you for how you've conquered all the obstacles that you've had to, even at a young age, and you still chose to figure out how to make money at five. That's very impressive. Thank you. <laughs> well, growing in, in a torn war country, you have to become really resourceful because you never know what life going to throw at you, literally. It could be a bullet, it could be a mortar, or it could be a beautiful person. So you just got to roll with the dices and make sure that whatever you do, you do it with all your heart, and you just keep yourself open for the possibility. Okay, Zane, you just said something very impactful. I want Lip Talk Nation to understand what you just said. You have to be resourceful when you have really very little around you. You have to become resourceful. Lip Talk Nation, did you catch that? And then you have to do it with all your heart. And I really appreciate your passion and how you said that, Zane. That makes me so happy. So, Zane, you definitely know what it's like to be in a career you don't love. As I was researching you out, I found out that you decided to go to dentist school and then you didn't like it. So how difficult was the transition for you to go from going to dentist school to pursuing your passion? Oh my God. I know my answer will not be the typical one, <laughs> but it was very liberating, Laura, because even though I chose to go to dental school because I always love people and I always love to help them become the best version of who they are. And in my mind at the time, I believed that if I become a dentist, I could transform people's smiles, and a smile is the gate that opens all the possibilities for anything with people. So at the time, I decided to go to medical school, specifically in, in dentistry, because I felt the connection there. But quite honestly, once I started to actually do the physical, dental-related work, I was like, you know what, that's, that's not what I want to do. I need to do something else and something different. And that's when I was actually set on a mission to discover my passion. And I was like, you know what? If you don't do it, you will be stuck in a job. Yes, you will make a good living, but you will be in a job that you don't like. And I learned from such a young age, when you do something you don't like, eventually life will force you to face it. So I actually made the decision at the age of, I believe I was 21 or 22, 
to quit dental school and go and follow my passion, which is help others in another way other than making them smile better. So that's when I started to investigate, like, what can I do? What can I do? At the time, during the wartime, they needed people who speak multiple languages. So I was like, you know, that's a very nice way to connect with people from different cultures and help them understand each other's better. So I, I dabbled in the linguistic field for about two, three years. And there where I actually discovered my true passion, because within a few months of being a, a linguist, I became the activist of these linguists. I was the one who's fighting for their rights. Because, you know, they were all from Iraq. They never had, like, human rights to begin with. So they are not aware that the treatment they were getting, it was not right. I was very vocal about it. I was petitioning during the, um, the war to, like, for linguists to have better treatments, to have better housing, to treat it as equals. And uh, from there, I was introduced to the human resources function. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it or not, but that's where you actually get to work in the field of making sure that employees are treated equally, employees are getting paid right, employees are in the right position that suits their needs best. So that's how I discovered my true passion, which is human potential and human growth. And since 2006 until today, that's where my corporate career ended up being uh, at. It was in, in the human resources function and the personality traits and the training department. And uh, believe it or not, in 2013, I was about to be promoted to be a program manager for a huge training initiative for a 500 fortune company. And that's when I decided to actually quit. I decided to resign because I wanted to have my impact all over the world instead of the company I was working for at the time. So my mission towards discovering my passion, it was um, a little unconventional, but you know what? Because I wanted to discover my passion and I wanted to do something that empower others, the stars just lined up at the perfect timing where my purpose was unveiled to me without me even knowing it. Okay, Zane, you, you said a lot here, and I really want to reflect on your main purpose behind your passion. I believe that it started at a very young age for you, and you said, I wanted to transform people's smiles. So that's the original intent of you wanting to study dentistry and to help people with their smile so that it would be their gate of how they present themselves. However, I am smiling right now because you are doing exactly that, although not through dentistry, but through your words and through your action and through being an activist in linguistics and fighting for equal rights and fighting for rights for people in general. Zane, so I commend you for this, and I'm very proud of you for taking that leap of faith and believing in yourself for your human potential. So in 2013, you decided to not take this promotion that you were up for and you wanted to change the world basically with how they feel and how they smile. So Lip Talk Nation, did you catch that? It's all about that purpose that he didn't give up on and he wanted to add value to people's lives. And that's what Life in Purple is all about so that we can create that safe environment. Oh my goodness, Zane, you got me really excited about that answer because I'm right there with you. Thank you so much for, for sharing that 
information, that part of your soul with us, you are truly, truly an inspiration to thousands and thousands of people. And your Facebook community consists of almost 150,000 people who look to you every day for encouragement and guidance. So I'm curious, Zane, what were the struggles that you faced and had to overcome to want to start helping others? Okay. Well, first, I have amazing news. It just happened that on the day you're interviewing me, it's actually the day I hit 150,000. So right now, I'm officially at 150,000 followers on Facebook. So I am so excited to share that with, with you and the Lip Talk Nation. Um, I'm just beyond ecstatic. I woke up this morning, and the number was right in front of my face, and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is so amazing. But uh, the fun part, which is, like this struggle, you know, I, I knew that I was going to make it. But quite honestly, the day after I, I resigned, I, I didn't take time off. I didn't just go on a vacation and do something. No, I said, you jump all in from day one. So I jumped all in. And the thing that I struggled with the most at the time, Laura, is the lack of direction, the lack of a plan, the lack of a strategy. I, I knew I wanted to transform people's lives. I knew that I wanted to have a heart-centered business where I make a living from it, but at the same time, I am making a transformation wave all over the universe. But I didn't know how to do it. So there was like a lack of direction and a lack of planning. And that's when I actually discovered the importance. I taught the importance of mentoring and coaching in my corporate career. And the first lesson I learned after I resigned is, Zane, if you are going to do something you have never done, you need to have someone who has done it before you show you the path. That could save you ages, literally. So in the short two and a half years when I started, uh, I, I made this huge impact by actually looking up to models and mentors who have helped me on my journey. So one thing I decided to do when I make it, figuratively and realistically, is I wanted to have a, a systematic blueprint. So if somebody comes to me and says, Zane, I am so stressed out. I don't know what to do. Here's the blueprint. This is the checklist you need to do. If somebody comes to me and says, Zane, I am not happy with my career. I don't think I'm moving in the right direction. What do I need to do? So in, in essence, what I'm trying to say is, we all struggle when we don't have a clearly defined plan. But when we have a plan and we stick to it, we can achieve the impossible. So that's one thing that I learned, and that's one thing that I provide to all my followers, my clients, my colleagues, is I provide a plan. Because with a plan, the sky's the limit. Okay, so you pointed out something very important, and I am reflecting on this as well. You mentioned the importance of having a mentor. That's how it resonated with me. And it is, especially to where you want to go. And I love how you started researching and, and, and finding out the information you needed because you did have the lack of direction. Now, you knew you were going to succeed, and you knew that um, you wanted to help people. But I love that you said that you needed a mentor. That's what you taught in business, and that's exactly what you needed to do. Lip Talk Nation, it is so important to have a mentor, and I don't want you to have the wrong view of a mentor. Some people, Zane, I think uh, think of a mentor as a counselor, and they have this wrong thing like, oh, no, I'm struggling, and I need um, help 
and it's a bad thing. So I want to remove that and make sure people understand that having a mentor is a good thing because they help you, like Zane, get you to where you want to go. So thank you for sharing that such a valuable piece of information and thank you for sharing your vulnerability with us and what you struggled with. And I love how in the short amount of time that it took you to overcome it as well in two and a half years. That's amazing. So I had a lot of fun researching you, Zane. I told you this right before we started the interview and getting to know your work. I found myself just reading and reading your blogs and successful tips. I'm most curious, Zane, to find out more and share with Lip Talk Nation about your blog post, specifically the one on being true to yourself, 10 ways to live authentically. And I would love for you to expand more on point nine. Do not limit the possibilities or opportunities. So how can the listeners who are limiting themselves undo this mindset? Oh my God, Laura, this is the the most important question that if somebody could just understand the answer to it, they literally could do anything. We as humans... We are not what we do. We are what we think we can do. Like guys and gals, I want you to listen to this and really listen to it. You are not what you do, but you are what you think you can do. We were born with a latent talent inside our human psyche that if we tap into it, we literally could do the impossible. How do you think people achieve the impossible. Like people believed for the longest time that they could not run a mile in like four minutes or five minutes. Then somebody broke that record. You know why? Because he believed he can do it. So it's that way with everything. But I know sometimes we struggle because that's just life. We are here to discover ourselves. We are here to know what we are made of. And that's actually a very good thing. And that's, that's the fun part. If you allow yourself and give yourself the permission to explore yourself, don't be afraid of your weaknesses. They, they are there because they are trying to show you areas of improvement. So uh, in, in my career and as a coach, I help people maximize their strengths, not shy away from their weaknesses because that's where limitation occurs. People believe like, oh, I can't write. No, you can write. You just have to practice. Oh, Dana, I, I am terrible on camera. And I'm like, you're not terrible on camera. You will be if you keep telling yourself that. So you need to, to be vulnerable with yourself and honest with yourself and discover these weak areas and go and fix them. That is the best way to eliminate limitation. Whatever that is a limiting belief for you. So let's say you're a slow reader. Take a speed reading class. You don't, you're not a photogenic person. Just hang out with a 14 years old and you will learn how to be the most photogenic person on earth because they take selfies all the time. <laughs> so just get to explore yourself. Give yourself the, the permission to literally take risks, take action, and be resilient. Don't be that guy or girl who will like, I tried it once and it didn't work out. Well, once is not enough, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so be resilient. Okay, so I'm going to stop you right here. There's just so much to what you are saying right now. And I'm reflecting, I'm shaking my head. Yes, and I do that often with many of my guests because they have a lot of value to offer. But but Zane, 
right here, you just said, give yourself permission to explore yourself. Be vulnerable with yourself. And that's what my message is as well to Lip Talk Nation, to help them heal specifically from depression and anxiety. And I love how you take it to the next level so that you can figure out how you can be the best version of yourself. So what a beautiful answer. We can do anything. You are exactly right. We can. It's what we think we can do. You nailed it. Oh my goodness, Zane, you nailed it. I'm like, boom. What a great answer to that. And I want you, Lip Talk Nation, to really reevaluate yourself, reflect on how you've been treating yourself and how you've been thinking. Like Zane said, if you tried it once, don't say you can't do it again. How do you know you can't do it again? You are really reflecting on your past experience because you can continue to create new experiences. So in your journey of recognizing your self-worth and value, how did you start coping and healing to have peace with yourself? Oh, this is actually a fantastic question. And I love to share my story on that part. The, the way I started to literally cope, especially with, with my traumatic childhood, is by being mindful, by just living in the present moment. And I know, I know, guys, you might think this sounds so tacky and so simple, but it is so simple. I just started to become more present, more aware of each and every moment that I'm alive. And that's when I actually learned the concept of meditation. And at the beginning, meditation to me was just like, oh, goodness, I'm going to be sitting on a rug for an hour. What a waste of time. But once I allowed myself to actually experience meditation and mindfulness, it became a practice that I do daily. And it has healed all my past experiences. It gave me the permission to forgive myself, to forgive others, to just live life from a place of love, a place of acceptance, a place of you are here because you are here for a purpose. And that, that's how I healed myself. The, the short answer is meditation. Oh, I can relate right here to Zane. I am a, a strong believer in meditation because, and Lip Talk Nation has heard me say this before, it helps you with your willpower. You can practice your willpower on certain forms of meditation. And I love the mindful meditation as well. Something happens inside of your soul when you allow yourself the freedom to meditate. And like you said, you were able to start forgiving yourself and forgiving others and really the freedom to uh, release all of your past experiences that were weighing you down. Lip Talk Nation, meditation can seem so funny to some of you. I dare you all to try it. I dare you to sit there for 10 minutes and Zane, they don't have to sit in there in that funky pose, right? They don't have to cross their legs and and cross their arms. No. Okay. Can you like, this isn't in our questions, but I would love for you to give us some uh, ways on, on how people can meditate for, especially who have not done it before. Sure. Definitely. So guys, the best way to start meditating without even doing anything other than just sit in a chair or stand still, or just go out in nature, just close your eyes and take three deep breaths. And when I mean deep, I mean deep. So you feel it all the way down to your diaphragm. You take a deep breath. That will slow down everything around you. You will immediately sense your, your five senses heightened. 
So just close your eyes, take three deep breaths, and just allow anything to come into your mind. But you know what? Allow it to come in and escape. Don't dwell on a thought because that's what we do when we are not meditating. We're dwelling over like, uh, I need to get to work. I need to wash the car. I need to do this presentation. I need to do that. If a thought comes in, acknowledge it and move on. And before you know it, you will start to feel the peace that meditation gives you because when a thought comes in and you don't dwell over it, it just passes. And that's when you are present. That's when you're accepting who you are at that exact moment and you're saying, you know what? I am here and I honor myself and I honor this moment. That's the beauty of meditating. You don't need a specific pose, as Laura said. You don't need to sit on a rug. You don't need to shave your head. I used to do it in my corporate job. I just sit in my little office, close my eyes, and just take three deep breaths. It doesn't even have to be more than a minute. But the more you do it, the more you fall in love with it, the more you, you want to be in a meditative state longer. So just give it a try. You'll love it. You're exactly right. And I love how you simplified it, Zane. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath, which will be slow. Lip Talk Nation, did you catch that? And allow the thoughts and things to come to your mind. Acknowledge them and then release them. And like Zane said, you can start at one minute at your workplace, on your 15-minute break at work, you can do it to be mindful of what is going on in your body and in your mind in that moment. When you allow yourself to feel, you allow yourself to heal. And I love how you explain that, Zane. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was a special treat for you, Lip Talk Nation. That wasn't in our questions right there. I, <laughs> I just felt the urgency to ask you that question, Zane. Thank you for for simplifying that for us. So we're huge fans of positive affirmations. So I'm curious of what some of the ones that you say, or do you have a daily mantra that you do every day? What are some of the uh, affirmations that you like? I do. I actually have a few affirmations that I say every day, multiple times throughout the day, especially if I'm in front of a mirror, because that's the beauty of affirmation. When you say it in front of a mirror and you don't laugh at yourself, that means you believe in it. So believe me, when, when I first started, I used to laugh at myself when I look in the mirror and I'm saying, Zane, you are an attractive, prosperous, and abundant human being. I was like, figure it out first before you, you say that. But once I actually started to believe in, in the affirmation and the mantra started to sink in, so now when I say, Zane, you're an attractive, prosperous, and abundant human being. I feel the vibration within me. So there are a few, few affirmations I will share with you guys that I absolutely love. I say them multiple times a day. And my absolute favorite one is every day and in every way, my life gets better, better, and better. This is one of the most beautiful affirmations I've learned because it just opens you up to becoming a better person every single day in every aspect of life. It doesn't have to be money or career or motherhood or fatherhood. It's on everything. That's why I love it the most. It's every day and in every way, my life gets better and better. My second and most favorite one is I attract love, prosperity, and abundance because I am love 
prosperity and abundance. Within us, we have these powers. We just don't allow ourselves to experience them because of whatever happened in our lives. We just stopped allowing ourselves to experience these foundations that were within ourselves. And the, the last one is actually just for me, <laughs> but I will share it anyway. I, I usually say, especially if I'm in front of a mirror, Zane, you're a thought leader, you're a world changer, you're an inspiration to millions. And I believe in it. I know I am still a little guy on a mission, but you know what? It feels great when I say that to myself. And I know there will come the day when I say that, and it is 100% true. I mean, look at me right now. I just started two and a half years ago, and now I have a fantastic following of 150,000 people following my advice and my message and my work. And I, I, I honestly believe, because I believe in affirmations and in meditations and in allowing myself to experience the feeling these affirmations give me before they even materialize, I am attracting all that to my life. And now it's manifesting in, in ways that I could have never imagined. So it's beautiful. Try it, guys. It is beautiful. I love that you said you laughed at yourself initially when you first started because I want Lip Talk Nation to know some of them are still not quite on board with positive affirmations and they kind of think it's just not for them. However, I challenge people, I challenge everyone I meet, you know, that positive affirmations will help you conquer a lot of things that are going on inside of you. And so I love that you said you laughed at yourself because it was uh, new, first of all, to you before you did it but look at what has happened and you gave us three or four of them to really reflect on and you know it was quite the opposite experience for me Zane when I started saying something very similar you said you, you're attractive and successful and a vibrant human being and I was just I am beautiful and I started saying that one and I cried because I believed in saying it 12 times in a row for me when I first started doing them and I cried on number four. So it's it's to the point where whatever is going on inside of you, Lip Talk Nation, you will be able to face. It's not going to make everything just go away. It will help you face. And that's how you become stronger is what you face inside of you. And Zane, I really appreciate it how you said, say it in the mirror too. That's what I, I love because when I coach and I ask them to say it. There are positive affirmations in front of the mirror as well. So, oh my goodness, you gave me goosebumps on that answer as well, Zane. Um, moving on, what is a lesson that you are learning right now to be a better person? One of the lessons that I'm learning right now, to be quite honest, and I'm being very vulnerable right now, is patience. I think God and the universe are trying to teach me patience because I, I love to move at such a fast pace. But... <laughs> Sometimes, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, you want to get that book done next month. But realistically, you know, it would take you six months to do. So the lesson I'm learning right now specifically is patience. I am learning to become more patient, to let things happen when the universe believes it's the best time for me to have that thing. And once I allowed myself to actually stop getting upset and stop getting overworked because something didn't happen at that exact way or at that exact time, I honestly stopped 99% of my stresses that used to happen to me, that I used to meditate to, to eliminate these stresses, they were gone because now I know that sometimes you just have to be a little patient, a little resilient, 
give it time and it'll, it'll materialize. It'll work out in the end. And that's one of the beauty about the mantra, every day and in every way, my life gets better and better. That means it's going to happen. Just believe in it and it'll, it'll eventually get in your way and it's there. <laughs> so patience is my, my lesson. <laughs> okay, Zane, you make this sound so easy. I just got to say this, but I can relate so much to the patience as well. I call mine focus, but patience, I think it might be even a better word for myself how you had to pace yourself and, and fa- um, especially when you were wanting to write a book, you know, I can relate to that as well. And then want to get out in a month and then know, you know, it's going to take a little bit longer, but uh, such a valuable thing to allow yourself to let things happen. And like you said, it's the majority of your stress will release. You cause stress on ourselves just by thinking too fast sometimes. So that's the importance of meditation as well. Because I'm like you, Zane. I want to go fast. I'm like, okay, let's do next, next. And patience is such a good one. All right, Lip Talk Nation, did you catch that? We all can work on that area. So Zane, thank you so much for sharing your story and being vulnerable with us. And it's time to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a fun level. And we call this our lightning round. So the questions are simple, Zane, and they're easy to answer. And you just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Yes, I am. This is fun. (laughs) All right. I got some music going on in my head. (laughs) If you could have a superpower, (laughs) if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Fly. Okay, that's me too. Lip Talk Nation's heard me say that before, but yes, boom. How do you like your coffee? Fake sugar and cream. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Ah, and here's a tricky one. Most embarrassing moment. Oh my God, I cannot believe I'm going to share this with millions. I proposed for my first (laughs) grade teacher when I was six years old. (laughs) Oh my God. Are you serious? That is one of Aww. my most embarrassing moments. <laughs> Should I ask you what she said? Oh, she said, oh, honey, that is so sweet, but I'm already married. And when you get to become my age, you're going to find the most beautiful person that will say yes to you. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know Same. that there's age difference. I didn't know all of these things. I just thought no. you fall in love with someone. You ask them to marry you, and they say yes. <laughs> Such the simplicity of a kid. How beautiful. Ah, oh, everybody say ah. Oh. Okay, Lip Talk Nation, they're going to, yes. That's actually a really fun one. Okay, what is your favorite hobby? I love hiking, but at the moment, my favorite hobby is coloring books. I'm just in love with that. Oh, yes. I can, too. The local news channel where I'm at. Uh, interviewed me several months ago on coloring books and coloring. So that's really awesome. I uh, Like I said, oh we have my a lot, God. Yeah, we have a lot awesome. in common. <laughs> yes. Oh, that makes my day as well. So what is your favorite movie? Titanic. Really? There is love. There is tragedy. There is triumph. It's just, I love the movie. I could watch it for years and I won't get bored. Really? Trying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was in a musical. I did a, the musical Titanic uh, several years ago. So that's really awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a musical that they created um, on it, too. So, yes, like you said, love, tragedy, and triumph. Boom. 
Zane, all right, final question in our lightning round. What is your favorite color? Oh, that's easy, red. I'm a red guy, actually. I'm Right now I'm wearing a red shirt. Uh, my puppy has a lot of red stuff. <laughs> I used to own a red car. <laughs> and if I was a woman, I would be wearing a red lipstick because I just love the color red. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, Zane. So thank you for letting us get to know you on both a fun level and uh, your vulnerability. So we're going to back going to go back to a couple serious questions. You are awesome, by the way, and a shining light for many. So I know you are a big fan of meditating, the laws of attraction, having faith. So in your opinion, why do you think some keep attracting the same problem over and over again? Wow, that's, that's a fantastic question. A lot of my followers and listeners, they always ask me this one. So it's, it's amazing that you actually ask the same question. I honestly believe the reason people keep attracting the same thing over and over and over again, it's as simple as three things. Number one, they keep thinking the same thoughts. If I'm going to take the test, I'm going to fail. Well, guess what? You will fail because you keep thinking the same thoughts. If I'm going to ask this girl out, she's going to say no. Guess what? She's going to say no because you're thinking it. So you attract it because you think it. It's that simple. The second thing that causes it, it's because we operate from a place of fear. Guys, don't be afraid of stuff. Just try it out. If it worked out, great. If it didn't, it's a learning experience. But if the fear inside you stop you from taking the action, then guess what? The results will be fear-based results. And I've never seen a fear-based result that was good, unless you're on the fear factor and you won. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the last thing is people don't allow themselves to live in the present moment. They're always thinking about what they're going to do next, next day or what happened yesterday. Just live in the right now. And when you do that, you don't let the past stay in your future, and you don't let the future rob you from your current life. That's how, if you, if you master these three areas, thinking, operating from a, a place of fear, and living in the present moment, you would stop the attraction of the things that you don't want in your life in its tracks. It's that simple. Uh, Zane, I can't even add anything to that because you simplified it so well. Lip Talk Nation, I hope that you write notes or take notes on this. And you, if you need to, go ahead and rewind it and write it down again because that is so valuable um, in order for you to stop attracting those same problems over and over again. Um, Zane, I am wanting to know personally, and I'm sure Lip Talk Nation does too, but who are some of your heroes or your mentors right now? Oh, my God. Some of my heroes are my mentors. The, the first one has to be Oprah. Okay. I've been a huge fan of Oprah since I learned that Oprah is Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> so I always followed her. I, I loved her message of empowerment, of loving each other despite of our color, our gender, everything. I just love that woman. And one of my life goals, and, and I'm, I'm hoping I will attract it is to actually meet that woman and shake her hand. Now, um, other heroes and mentors that I, I love and adore and I, I got the chances to actually meet, uh, some of them are like uh, Bob Proctor. He, he has been a major influencer in my life. He's the one who introduced the law of attraction 
into my life, and I actually attracted a lunch with him into my life. That's how amazing he is of a teacher, that I was able to actually do what he teaches to have lunch with him. Uh, also, I'm a big, a big fan of Brendan Bouchard. I, I love what he's doing right now in the United States and all over the globe. His work and his message is transforming lives all over the world. And uh, another mentor of mine that I, I know on a, on a personal level is Onyx Singhal. He's, uh, he's been a really influencer in my life, especially as an entrepreneur. And uh, he has helped me out a lot in, in areas of like believing in the, in the mission, believing in the ability to achieve. And that's, those are some of my, my mentors and my heroes. Oh my goodness. Yes, they are. I have recently started uh, researching um, Onyx Seagal, the one that you just mentioned. And I love Brendan Burchard and Bob Proctor and Oprah. These are great role models that we can learn from. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Zane, for sharing that part of you. So I'm curious. It's been such a great time having you on the show, Zane. Um, will you share with us where we can find out more about you and how we can receive your newsletter as well? Definitely. Well, you guys can find me on ValhallaMind.com. It's V-A-L-H-A-L-L-M-I-N-D. So it's ValhallaMind, one word, ValhallaMind.com. That's my main website. That's where I share all my my wisdom and all the stuff that I write and and learn about. And in there, you could find my newsletter. However, I did an awesome piece because I I knew I was going to be on Laura's podcast. So I actually created a special page just for Lift Nation, Lift Talk Nation. So if you go to ValhallaMind.com forward slash Lift Talk Nation, you will actually be able to join my newsletter from there because you found me through Laura. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. I love it. Okay, Lift Talk Nation, did you catch that? ValhallaMind.com forward slash Lip Talk Nation and be sure to find him on Facebook and make sure that you help him reach 200,000. That's his next goal on followers. Okay, Zane, what an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much for spending time with us at Life in Purple. Okay, so thank you once again for spending time with us where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. Lip Talk Nation. If you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. And if you haven't had a chance to download my new ebook, go to liptalklearn.com and you can download it for free, which is normally a $29 value. There's also a workbook that goes along with it. If you're an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to laura at laurasprague.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.